Welcome back to Show Thyself Approved. I am Pastor Sam. This is season two and episode number five. So I've been sharing with you my life over the past year, specifically back in August of 2021 through September of 2021 when I was diagnosed and hospitalized for COVID. And if you haven't heard the previous episodes, I do um, advise you, I guess, to go and listen to those. There is a season one, obviously, this is season two. And like I said in the past, I will say again, I stand by my words, but this episode and uh, this entire season, I should say, has been rather interesting because it has and continues to be sort of a audio log of my journey. And so I'm here sharing it with you as a man who seeks to serve God, to be an example of Christ. Uh, not by my own merits, not by my own good deeds, but rather by allowing the Holy Spirit to work through me and in me to reveal Christ in my words, in my actions, in my very being, so that others may come to know Him as I know Him, as my Savior, as my Lord as my God. Would you do me a favor? Would you go over to menapprovedtoday at gmail.com? That's menapprovedtoday at gmail.com. And would you reach out to me with a comment? Just let me know if any of this is resonating with you. Or maybe you want to speak about something else. Um, you need an ear to hear. I'll be more than happy to do that for you. If you have any prayer requests, uh, allow me to, to pray with you about those things. Again, asking that God would be glorified and that it would be answered according to his will. So I'm not quite sure where to go with this episode um, I'm not scripted. I know I've shared here, uh, up until recently how my experience was not negative, but rather positive. It was life changing, not because the experience itself was the thing that changed my life, but rather it was the the tool, the instrument that God used, I believe, in my life to, to put my eyes back on him 100%. And by doing so, when I finally was released from the hospital, I remember again that day, it was in the evening, and there I was, uh, all 190 pounds of me, 
after going into the hospital weighing 220, 225 pounds, muscle, you know, just healthy and fit. Now I was just this, this feeble little old man. <laughs> um, I'm not exaggerating. Uh, I couldn't move too fast, even with the oxygen tank. I had to to learn how to to literally walk at a snail's pace, because anything faster than that would would cause me to become dizzy and and there was no way that I was going to faint uh, and not get out the hospital. <laughs> I wanted to come home. I was restless uh, by that time. And thankfully, I had regained my appetite. And so, you know, hospital food, I know, I know they tried their best, but even though I was cleaning my plate, because when that hunger came back, those last... Those last couple of days before discharge, I, I would eat anything. I would have ate the cardboard that it came in, um, but it wasn't doing it. It was it was just not enough, and I was ravenous, and I wanted to go home. I wanted to, to eat a real meal. I wanted to sleep in my bed. I wanted to to be out of that place. And so my wife, the same way that she had been faithful and had been coming every day was the one who picked me up that evening. And we slowly got into the, into her Jeep. And, and then I remember the, the, the nurse, you know, connecting the, the oxygen and making sure that, you know, it was connected to my face and connected to the tank. And, and, you know, and, and, and I'll say this now, before you know we get to the end but she she didn't turn on the oxygen <laughs> i was just so happy to be out of there i didn't even realize that the oxygen was not on the entire trip back home but again it was neither here nor there i remember rolling down that window and just being happy that we were driving away from the hospital and and I have to, I have to commend the nurses. I mean, these, these women and, and men, incredible, incredible work, incredible commitment. I mean, you know, to be 100% honest, you, you can tell that some were, were, were more committed than others. Some were, were nicer than others. Some, I, you know, and, and I didn't get very many of them. Maybe one was jaded. <laughs> didn't really want to be there. But I can't blame any of them. And I have to be thankful to all of them because they were there. They were present. And under the, the conditions of, of so many others in need, I personally would would tell my nurses when they would come on shift and they would change the name on the whiteboard and and they would tell me, hey, if you need anything, hit the little red button and and I'll come and and I said, no, just just don't worry, I'll I'll be okay. You won't even know that I'm here, and that's how it was, day in and day out. By the grace of God, I would have my water. I would anticipate, 
you know, the the additional beverages, you know, that at this time I had stockpiled um, just to keep me going. And and that was really it from from sunrise to sunset. And and another thing that that I remember developing was a a strange sleeping pattern. I I would go to sleep at 10, sometimes 10.30, and it was only because they would bring my meds sometimes that late, and I could not go to sleep until I had my meds. So, you know, 10, 10.30, but I would be awake by 1 in the morning, 1.30 at the latest, because at 2 o'clock, the, uh, I would call them the the vampires would come, <laughs> you know, the ones who, who would draw the blood. And I dreaded seeing those individuals because the place that they had to draw blood from was, was not my arm. You know, I had a, a permanent line in my arm that I thought, hey, that's great. You just stick the tube there and, and then, you know, and, 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 and just let it rip. But after a while... They couldn't tap into the vein because, well, you know, it got so used up by being stuck over and over and over again. And and they would get me by my fingers. They would get me by my wrist. And that was for a whole other type of blood test, I guess, to check my oxygen levels or whatnot. And that hurt big time. And even then, it was like my body refused to give any blood <laughs> it got tired of being poked and stabbed and, and 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 just constantly being you know traumatized and you know to the point where where some of the nurses would be like oh you you know you're 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 uh i forget what what the terminology was that they used and and but it was in reference to that that i was hard to give blood and i said no <laughs> the 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 contrary it's just that my body is just not you know it's traumatized i've been i've been poked and stabbed everywhere and and now i don't know i don't know you guys can't find the vein and and, and the blood is just not coming forth but anyways <sighs> i would sleep 2 3 hours i would be up i would remain awake cuz shortly thereafter the um the people that would come to to do the um the x-rays or whatnot would would come in and anyways if i slept two or three hours it was enough i would remain awake i would try to nap during the day but here we were in my wife's vehicle and we were leaving and i remember on the way home windows down and and the air just you know blowing in and just being so happy so thankful um my wife told me hey do you want to stop at pastors and i said yeah let's 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 go see him now mind you um i hadn't looked at myself in the mirror <laughs> i had no i had no clue how i looked I hadn't shaved. I hadn't taken a a real shower. You know, I would I would keep myself 
clean, quote unquote, with with wipes that I told my wife to to purchase. Um, and thank God for that, you know, because I would wipe myself down as best as I could. But there was nobody bathing me. And to be honest, I did not want to impose on anyone to bathe me. And I didn't shave. So my beard grew in. The, the hair on my head grew in. You know, where in the parts where it, it would grow in if I allowed it to grow. But my hair got really, really, really white. And so I was looking rough to say the least, but I didn't know. Um, so we went on the way home and stopped at my pastor's home. And I couldn't get out the car, but my wife went out and then she rang on his doorbell and he came out, he came to the vehicle and, you know, I, I remember the look on his face. His, his eyes watered up and he did everything in his power not to, not to shed a tear, but I just saw, and, and I don't know, maybe my interpretation, maybe not, but he looked at me and he just felt, I guess, maybe gratitude that I was there. And at the same time, I don't know, maybe sadness, maybe maybe guilt. And, and this is just me interpreting. It was a mix of emotions, but I had not ever seen my pastor at least look at me in that way. And, and I don't know what emotions he was feeling and but I was happy to see him he was happy to see me and we visited briefly we prayed I was still in the vehicle and we drove home my wife and I and um we got home and thankfully it was it was dark <laughs> it was nighttime so you know, the neighbors didn't really see me in the condition that, that I was in. And, and it wasn't that I was trying to hide or anything. Um, but, you know, who wants to be seen in, in a dilapidated state, in a feeble state? And, and I knew that I was returning home and I would not leave my house for months because number one, I, I had no desire. And, and number two, I had no strength. And I wasn't going to go back out and, and expose myself to the quote-unquote elements out there. I had no reason to. I had no motivation to. I, I just wanted to be home. And so my wife helped me into the house those 13 steps to my room upstairs. Let's just say that I navigated those steps very, very slowly with tank in hand, oxygen tank in hand, of course. Again, everything done at, 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 a, 
at a crawling speed. All my movements were intentionally slow, slower, much slower than normal. Again, because um, if they weren't, I would pay the price. And the last place I wanted to go back to was a hospital. Finally got upstairs. My wife had drawn a bath. It was the first time that my body had felt any sort of water <laughs> and, and, and soap uh, in 20 days, 19 days. And I remember uh, getting in that bathtub, my wife helping me, and, um, and man, <laughs> it was, it was great. The water got so, so oily. I, you know, the, my, my, all the pores in my body just like opened and, and just gasped. You might say, and 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 my body was just, I guess, remoisturized, rejuvenized. <laughs> I don't know. It was just. I I remember my 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 wife, you know, just emptying the the bathtub after you know helping me soap up and whatnot, and 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 filling it again because it was that oily. And she finally helped me get cleaned up. She shaved me. Uh, you know, trimmed down my beard because I didn't want to shave it all off. But but definitely my head and <laughs> and 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 my beard a whole lot. And 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 we took before and after pictures. And I still have those till today. As a matter of fact, I still have pictures of of me in the hospital. Uh, selfies that I took of myself, I guess to remind myself of of the condition that I was in and where I was at and and to what degree I had actually deteriorated and and again, from where the Lord had taken me from, had delivered me from. But it wasn't until um, all that was said and done, and my wife helped me get up and and dried off and 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 dressed. <laughs> she had to help me get dressed. I couldn't, I couldn't bend down, guys. I, I I could not bend to put on my my underwear. She had to dress me. I couldn't do it. I I would literally pass out if I if I stooped forward or. Yeah. It wasn't until I was fully dressed and I um made my way over to the mirror to to kind of, you know, fix up my my beard a bit and whatnot. That was the first time in in nineteen days since since I got hospitalized that I had looked in the mirror. And, and tears 
this this just rush of emotion and tears welled up in my eyes and and I had to to step away I looked away and I stepped away and and I told my wife I said I I can't I can't look in the mirror I had aged I looked nothing like the man that I remembered just weeks prior. It was a different person there. There had been a change. But you know what? Not just physically. There was a change in my thinking, in my perspective, in my spirit. I cried because I knew that the change was was necessary i was i was honestly thankful to god for the change i i, I always will be and, and this might sound strange but i didn't really realize i didn't know how much i had actually changed it wasn't until that moment that i realized and i remember the words that again my doctor told me that the process me being discharged me going home that I was somehow a miracle that my life had been had been spared I think it was um my my business partner at the time whom I send a uh uh, one of those selfies too just just before i i completely disconnected with him and and he responded something to the effect of brother you look like like moses who had who had spent time in the in the presence of god and and so much so that that the Shekinah glory shone upon his face. <laughs> Let me tell you, that was not the way that I was feeling, nor was it the way that I looked and I considered myself when I looked in that mirror, when I looked at those pictures. But in a, in a way... 
I know that I was, I was no longer the same and, and, and I, and I would no longer be the same. And, um, and at the moment I, you know, I might've said I'm all right with that, but nothing could have prepared me for the long days and weeks and months that lay ahead the recovery that even till this day a year later more than a year later i am in in so much of a better place i am um, you know i tell people i'm i'm probably 95% i say 95% because you know that other 5% is kind of my way of measuring my my physical lung capacity which is which is not it's not there not there to to the point where i can get after it like i used to but but it's still it's still a process we're still moving forward by his grace and his grace alone. And I encourage you. Wherever you're at. Wherever the Lord has. Allowed you to be and. Whatever he's doing in your life right now. Just let him have. His way. It might be. Scary. It might be uncomfortable. But everything that he does and he allows in our life is for our good. I hope, I pray, and I believe that that's what has happened in my life. So that I could continue to his glory to be ready, willing, and able to show myself approved. God bless.